his audio technology was like, he's like, can you hear it? I said, no. And then he put it on and he's like, can you hear me? And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> they, oh my God, I think we're here. Ah! We're here. Woo! So okay, well, we're here. Nobody else is, but okay. Hey, hey, hey. Sigh. Here we go. Here we go. See, now I have a bad title. Uh, okay. Okay. All right. Somebody's here. It's probably you. Uh, That's me. <laughs> oh, Peggy's here. Peggy. Oh Peggy. my gosh. Okay. We're live. I'm sitting there on my phone because you guys, this is, oh, this is terrible. <laughs> I don't know what happened, but our stream is just, we could not get it online for any reason. It's the same as always. So, yeah. yeah. Weird. Hey, everybody. Thanks for coming. Thanks for sticking with us. That was crazy. We apologize. Oh, yeah. So many technical issues today. Yes. We're gonna we're gonna have to hire some. Oh wait, opt in for the chance to get Angie one month membership. Oh, hey, do you guys see that allow get? Okay, wait, I got it. Hold on. What? It says opt in for the chance to get an Angie Atkinson one month gift membership. To I got it. I got it. I just opted in. Okay, I'm opting in. So if anybody wants to get a free, oh others can gift you. It says. A one month membership. Okay. Well, whatever. There we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're talking about covert narcissists. Hey, everybody. She's uh, Angie Atkinson. I am. That's what I am. And that's Lise Coolidge over there. Over there. Which way are you? Let's see. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, that way. Yeah. Okay. Um, <sighs> yeah. This has been a very stressful pre preparation. So we're just. <laughs> Thank you, Ricky. <clears throat> okay. Hey, DSD, what's up, man? All right. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so what do you guys think about covert narcissists? Exactly. Um, please start us off. Tell us <laughs> Let me just toss the ball at you. Yeah. The ball is yours now. It's yours. Okay. So covert narcissist is different than a regular narcissist, right? Oh, yeah. Because they kind of look like empaths sometimes. Broken. They can. Mm -hmm. Right? Broken mm -hmm. negative people. Um, mm -hmm. We feel sorry for them. They're really highly sensitive. Mm -hmm. They're like, like, um, oh, you, you know, you walked the wrong way past me or whatever. <laughs> and uh, as opposed to a more uh, grandiose narcissist, they're a little shy or they might seem that way at first. They're lower self-esteem, right? They are, mm -hmm. mm, they seek, they're always looking for validation from everybody around them. And when they don't get it, you know, they act like little narcissists. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> what else would you add? Um, they basically do all of the same things an overt narcissist will do. It'll just look different. So yeah. they will have all the traits of narcissism. If they're going to gaslight you. Sure. They're going to gaslight you, but it's not going to look the same. It's going to, they're going to blame shift. They're going to become the victim. They're going to twist your words mm -hmm. in a way where you forget what you were saying. They like the word salad. They like avoidance. Yeah. They're more, they're more avoidant types of narcissists. I think they're hidden. Mm -hmm. They probably are people who have been told that they're selfish, self-centered, uh, all the things that we know narcissists are, and they're trying to hide it. Right. Or they just right. naturally have that victim mentality. And yeah. yeah. I dated a couple of them uh, over the years. And what I found was they tend to be the dark and disturbed types. Mm -hmm. um, the kind that, <laughs> you know, sometimes they're the bad boys or the artist or the poet in the corner, you know, the coffee house or whatever. Um, and sometimes they're just quiet jerks who seem like okay guys and mm -hmm. girls. Um, 
Or and they, they can just, be nice. They can be like the nice absolutely. person, yes. like the friendly, charming, not charming in the, wow, everyone's attracted to them kind of way, but in the mm-hmm. nice, nice guy, girl way. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And as T. Marie so intelligently points out, always the, uh, the victim or the martyr type. Yes. Always. Cynthia. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones who are like, oh, fine. Just, oh, just leave. I, I just cooked this dinner, for, you know, whatever. They, they just walked 20 miles to school up both ways. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. So Simarine is putting some of the reminders in the chat here. So thank you for that. Usually people, when they've been around a covert narcissist, will mm-hmm. question whether they've been around a narcissist at the highest level. They will, yes. they will think, but I've seen empathy, but I think that they care <sighs> about other people. But mm-hmm. I, and yeah, I just posted a short about that the other day, yesterday, mm-hmm. like that they, <clears throat> They have a way of making it look like they have empathy when what they're doing is relating. So if yeah. it's something they can relate to, oh, heck yeah, they'll relate all over the place. Oh, yeah. But, and as, um, sorry, go ahead. From their, own, from their own standpoint, not from your standpoint. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And they tend to be the type who will, you know, they'll, they'll withdraw from, uh, whereas most narcissists want no moment alone. Really, mm-hmm. they can't mm-hmm. stand it. A lot of these guys will and girls will um be really sensitive to i already said sensitive but they will they will pull back and kind of hide right mm-hmm. like like i mentioned earlier in the corner you know they're watching they're people watching they're um they dismiss people they act like they're uh, you know sometimes you'll see these people who are like <clears throat> they, they're so they think they're better than like everybody uh, but mm-hmm. they don't necessarily act that way. Right. Mm-hmm. Talk to you privately about how much better, you know, they are than everyone. <laughs> so you see that one, Lee? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's it's kind of an interesting person because they throw you. I mean, most, you know, they seem low in self-esteem. They seem, they don't love themselves. They hate themselves, right? They think they are, um, They like Lee mentioned, they have the same types of inner working. So they don't have any compassionate or emotional empathy. Mm-hmm. Um, they use the cognitive empathy against you. Oh yeah. They are like still want like she like said to be admired. They think they're important, even if they're not important. They want to be important, and so somehow they put on this air, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and often the the rest of the world sees them as the nice person or the helpful person or yeah. the. I mean, they tend to they can be kind of altruistic more. Mm-hmm. Um, in a way that doesn't look like bragging, like a, an overt when they're altruistic, they're like, I just donated this amount of money to this place. Aren't I great? You know, they'll just be really overt about it. And then covert will be like, do things on the sidelines so that everyone in the community see that sees them as a good, amazing person. Right. Then like they go, they, so then they go home and they're horrible to their yes, family. Yeah. Yes. And there are different types, you know what I mean? But right. like in the case of the, the covert narcissist, who donated a bunch of money or whatever, they would probably like, oh, I don't know why everybody keeps telling me about all this money I donated. It's not that I big of a deal. I'm so glad right. I came into that money that I was able to give. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And I think, you know, what they are, they gaslight differently a little bit, right? So not mm-hmm. so blatantly in your face about it. Again, oh, um, super subtle, subtle, subtle. Yeah. Yeah. Worse than, in my opinion, See, the good thing about the grandiose types are that you can just blatantly see everything. It's right out there for you to see it. Oh, yeah. Look for it, right? Whereas with the covert types, it's harder to see. It's more pervasive. It's more, mm-hmm. like you said, very subtle. 
very mm -hmm. sneaky and yeah. Yeah, I'll have <laughs> people often come talk to me with coaching about like, is this something, is this toxic? Is what I went through toxic for the validation, right? They're not, mm -hmm. they don't want me to uh, analyze that other person or like label them, but what they want to know is, did this really happen? And right. I can tell just by the, and they usually are people who describe their version of the story. They're, they're very fair and they're very like, well, then this happened. And then I said this and they said that, and they tell me the story and I'm like, wow, you, that is some serious gaslighting where you didn't even see it coming. Right. It's so subtle. So twisted. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And you'll see like, okay, some people call this vulnerable narcissism. That was the first phrase I ever used for it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some people call it closet or inverted narcissism. Mm -hmm. So when you see an inverted narcissist, they can actually end up with a grandiose type. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh -huh. And this ends up, so it's almost like it's similar to a codependent and a narcissist, except mm -hmm. <laughs> that this person who seems like such a nice person is just as evil as the narcissist. <laughs> they're just as dismissive. They're yes. more, I think they're a more dismissive type. Mm -hmm. but, I agree. You know, they, 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 love bomb you in a very natural and easy way often where you don't mm -hmm. recognize it as love bombing. Yes. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Yes. Um, John Thompson says coverts are the worst. And I think that's the truth. I think so too. Yeah. yeah. Well, even um, uh, Mystique says people would always tell me how lucky I was. Can you imagine. Yeah. yeah and, mean then, and then she says they've always been on perfect behavior around other people. And I think truly the only person in the world, I'm the only person who really knows him. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. And mm -hmm. what's interesting about that is that can go real big. <laughs> oh, like yeah. it can, you know, it can become so, like the, your bane of your existence, really. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's a dark secret you hold, right? Because no one, no one would believe you if you told them. Yeah, right, right. Wait, I just saw, oh, yeah. Can a martyr be a narcissist? Okay. Um, oh, I like what John said. He said, covars are scary in a toxic, evil toddler way. I have a video out there somewhere that's called four ways narcissists are like toddlers. <laughs> no joke. No joke. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Peggy, I did receive an offer from myself. I thought that was weird. <laughs> um, ooh, anyway. Oh, uh, let's see. Okay. Do you have a, oh, this is good from John. He says the core shame, their core shame is, this is a really important point. Thank you for bringing it up. Their core shame is strong and they try hard to keep it well in the shadows. That is it. Okay, so just like everybody else on the planet, basically, they think they're not good enough, but they also work really hard to hide that behavior. So, so that's why, you know, sometimes, like Lisa said, sometimes they're going to be the, you know, the altruistic type, right? They're going to be giving things, trying to get attention through their their altruism, through their ability to, you know, give or or buy things, or like um, they might help their kid, adult children, pay the rent, or buy them a house even, just so they can have control over parts of their lives or their entire lives if you're they're real good <laughs> i think um, a lot of them also have the need for their delusion to be that they are the good person they're the right one i think that's true but i on my end i've seen maybe we travel in different circles uh, <laughs> but i found myself always um always looking for the person who seemed to be on the outskirts of things right like right. you know and so then i would go and try to bring that person in right, right? And, right. I, and they would eat that up it's supply you know what I mean oh yeah mm -hmm. um but it was like I said those dark and disturbed types mm -hmm. but I was very I was very attracted to for a long time I mean I'm over it now way over it right but it's a thing <laughs> so <laughs> mostly mm -hmm. okay um <laughs> anyway 
Yeah, but the core shame is a really important point. And so this is, you see a, a, like a, a more grandiose type doesn't mm -hmm. usually reveal much shame, right? But if you look deep into a covert, you will see that, that at the base of their whole thing is something happened to them or they did something or whatever that made them feel bad about themselves. It's probably really just the same thing that every codependent deals with. Right, right, right. Well, yeah, I'm sure it feels the same. It's just the way that they process is through yes. avoidance of accountability and avoidance of um, making change in their life. Right, and, because they can't and lacking face. empathy, and they can't face it, and they can't feel it in the same way. Right. So they can, as far as empathy goes, just like every narcissist, they can logically look at you and assume that if your puppy died and you're crying, that's why you're crying. Right. Right. But they cannot necessarily have any feelings about that they don't right. feel they moved don't to help you them. and they don't feel moved to do anything about it you know exactly. what i mean they, mm -hmm. oh right it just then, becomes a disturbance unless it's giving them supply it yes. just becomes annoying to them unless it's giving them supply and i think that shame is what it kind of what i was talking about where like for instance i'm trying to think of an example where i can remember telling a covert narcissist hey you know, when you're in the, you don't know what's going on yet stage and you're trying to fix a relationship. Hey, you're silent. What feels like silent treatment to me mm -hmm. when mm -hmm. you go silent like that, it actually hurts me. And I looked it up and it's actually physically painful for people. That's right. That, and, that... And, and right. So then what do they do instead? They go into the filibuster mode. Fine. Then I won't stop talking I because I can't be, instead of saying, yeah, I have this bad habit of doing that. I'll have to work on it. And then like fighting their way through to like, break that wall of ego that goes on mm -hmm. when they give the silent. No, no, no. Instead, it's like, let's change tactics. Mm -hmm. So it was this covert maneuver of like shifting tactics, never taking accountability, but now he's not the bad guy because he's not giving the silent treatment. Right. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. It's pretty ridiculous. It's um, all about covering up that shame. Yes. Mm -hmm. yes. Everything is about that. It's that false self. They have the false empathy, which they use to draw you in a false AKA cognitive, and then they can logically understand. Um, they, they listen to, just like every other narcissist, they do the same thing, but they do it in a different, more subtle way. Mm -hmm. You won't catch them. They often don't call you names. They don't um, do anything that, how do I say this? Not all of them. Some of them are a little more obvious, but when we're talking to covert, yeah, they, <laughs> as uh, Elizabeth says, they have very intricate ways to blame you. She said that you have to really pay attention. That's it. So you might think everything's cool and going fine, but not notice these tiny little put downs, right? Mm -hmm. For these exactly. subtle, very subtle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yep. Making jokes at your expense that are yeah. super subtle, mm -hmm. should have a thick enough skin to deal with, but it's one after another and after another, which then makes it like harassment, really. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. yes. Um, yeah, and I think I mentioned earlier that, you know, this is a good time where they, not a good time, but this is the time where they will start to turn people against you, right? Or or make it hard for you to have friends. And what I mean is uh, like maybe, okay, so for one example, I, back in the day, used to have a friend who I talked to on the phone for hours. My ex-husband did not like that. <laughs> and so he would actively interrupt and actively pull me away and yada, yada. Mm -hmm. And then I don't, you know, you lose people all the mm -hmm. same um tiny little but still alliances yes the nicest person on earth not <laughs> exactly <Right. laughs> mm -hmm. exactly 
Uh, yes, Tanya, thank you to the moderators. I appreciate all of your patience again with our technical difficulties. I'm sorry, the video's name is Cy. I'll fix that after. You have a super <laughs> chat down at the bottom here. Chocolate chip dinosaur, thank you. Oh, thank you. I don't even see it. That's weird. Yeah. What's going on? Okay. I don't know. That's why I didn't think you did, or I would have not but said does it. does it say anything <laughs> with it? It says an amount, and it just says chocolate chip dinosaur. Thank you, chocolate chip dinosaur. I don't know what is happening with this. It's very confusing. Yes. Okay. Um, yes. So, <laughs> Samarine says, how many co covert narcissists does it take to change a light bulb? None. I'll just sit here in the dark by myself. <laughs> That's hilarious because, you know, poor me martyr stuff. That's funny. Mm -hmm. I like it. Humor heals, you guys. It really does. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> you have one for us? Um, UNA, always remember, a person does not have to be a narcissist for them to be toxic to you. That's a gold standard. They are toxic to you. Doesn't matter if they are or aren't a narcissist. Correct. All the time. That's oh, my whole point of all of this. Right? Exactly. We use the word to help have a language to talk about mm -hmm. something from common, but it doesn't, we can't diagnose them. And most people aren't diagnosed anyway when they exactly. are, not, you know. And, yeah. Yeah. And the diagnostic, frankly, the diagnostic criteria doesn't, in, doesn't cover enough to right. catch all of this covert behavior. And this, I think, is why you, you find that you get better help from people who have experienced it than you do from people who just have read about it, right? right. Because we get subtleties of it. And that's the whole deal right there. Uh, yeah. Blue, <laughs> funny, blue eye floozy. I'm just going to call you blue eye. Okay. Uh, <laughs> blue eye floozy says, uh, yes, observer reading people and judging silently. Yes. And that that's, I see that a lot. They do. Oh, they're judgmental. So they have on one hand, go ahead, tell me. Oh, no, they also said here, uh, kind of goes with it. I find myself feeling like what is wrong with me, that he's unkind to me in private, but kind to all others. I can relate to that deeply, actually. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, that, that was probably one of the worst parts for me when I was like my friends would come around or any people, especially female people, if I'm being honest, um, they would come around and he would suddenly be, you know, charming and personality filled. <laughs> Yep. And I would be like, well, well, I would be really upset by it because I would look at him laughing and talking normally with another person and think, what the heck, exactly, what's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you experience anything like that? Oh, yeah, all the time. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think that's all narcissists up to a point, right? Well, not only that, but sometimes they will gush all over you, love bomb you while they're, your friends are present. Yes. Oh, is that? And See, it's all and that, fake and artificial and you can feel it. And then sometimes even when they're mad at you, they'll do that. And then as soon as the friend leaves, the devaluing is twice as hard. Like it was so hard for them to put on that act that they have to take it out on you. Mm -hmm. Yep. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yep. I know that one. Oh, let's see here. Hey, um, go ahead. He said, hey, Angie and Lisa. So I said, hey, Hope. <laughs> I hope. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Oh, Jack mentions gossip and that's, yep, that's common. They are gossiping with their little flying monkeys and everybody else who will listen. Mm -hmm. Again, I think that's maybe all narcissists up to a point or up, well, not always, but many. Um, yeah. I, what, what do you think? Do you think that's in every, I think it's in every narcissist thing. <laughs> what do you think? What do you, what, say it again? The Like gossiping and stuff. Do you think all narcissists do that or just in general, or do you think it's just on some level yeah mm -hmm. yeah i think so too mm -hmm. some level right yeah. and here's the other thing that i want to say about this whole deal is that you know 
the type of narcissist doesn't matter again it just the only reason that we cover different types is because that you know you can see like at an overt narcissist or a grandiose type they're very very out there right mm-hmm. <laughs> uh and and they're blatantly charming and awesome and fun and also terrible and, and awful and horrible sometimes you know when they with their own people their family anyone they know well enough to be real with right mm-hmm. where uh, whereas and this could happen at work or whatever and the more extreme ones they're they don't have any <laughs> they're the ones you see on like you know those those videos where people you know tape a karen or whatever <laughs> you know what i'm talking about right the freak mm-hmm. out videos um but oh here's an example when I was in college, I was working at a portrait studio. I was taking pictures. And there was a, um, a lady who came in and she was so angry because of her pictures, which were beautiful, by the way, um, of her children. And she, she brought them in and threw them all over the studio and literally stood there and screamed at me for about an hour until I told her to leave or I would call the police. I mean, that's how bad it got. And I'm not that person. I'm usually like on it like with customer service or whatever, but no, <laughs> she, I tried. I, t- I offered her a whole new session, all re- you know, she would not have, she just wanted, and I could see it in her face, started to smile. I could tell she was just dumping on me because somebody, <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Have you experienced that? <laughs> um, stranger, by the way. Someone else's rage. Uh, yeah, I've experienced stranger's rage for no reason. Yeah. yeah. Pretty weird, actually. It is weird, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> John says, the narcissist says stuff, stuff like, that's your job, along with everything else I tell you to do or demand you do. <laughs> yep. yep. <laughs> they do. <laughs> no kidding. And then if you come back at them, what do they do? Oh, God, you're so mean. <laughs> you know, you've really, you've really triggered me. You've really hurt me. You've really, yeah. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. silly. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Okay. Why are you so mean? Yeah. Bye. No. Mm-hmm. You got one? Um, Fender gal says, my dad used to always say my mom treated people outside the family better than us. He also said she was mean and no one believed him. I totally get it now. I get it. <laughs> yeah. Even what, see, even growing up in it, it's hard to get it. Right. 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 Yeah. And, that's, I, and in fact, yeah. harder sometimes because it's one, normal. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Well, when I married my ex-husband, I thought, oh my gosh, he's the total opposite of my parents. So he'll be fine. Uh-huh. And, Turned out he was just a different type of narcissist. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. That's the hard thing is a lot of people will find themselves in relationships with covert narcissists or sociopathic people. Right. Or, or psychopathic people because they hide it different. They present differently. Yeah. It doesn't look like what they're used to with, with the obvious, more grandiose narcissist. Right. And they think that they found something better. And then in fact, it is such a mind F that... <laughs> Yes. For real, that you really. it's actually almost worse because you can't see it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's a, exactly. Yeah. Um, I have, let's see. Uh, Fender Gal says, I've dated two and they could not hold jobs. It was always someone else's fault. Both had addiction issues too. Same. My ex and another, well, another ex didn't, but he, he was in recovery. Uh, <laughs> but my ex husband had a major addiction issues and he was definitely a job jumper i'll say that Mm -hmm. yeah um that's i think that's normal i don't know that they all they don't all have addiction issues in the same way now some people they're ocd or Mm -hmm. like they have to have everything perfectly clean or to their standards or whatever others are you know gamblers or shoppers or overeaters or whatever 
there, but there's always some kind of addiction usually. And for all of them, the biggest addiction <laughs> is your attention and your supply. Uh, even though the, I think the coverts will hide from attention sometimes. Do you think so, Lise? Oh, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. They don't, they don't want attention. They want supply. There's a difference between attention. Yes. Yes. right and that so like your whole energy your whole yeah yeah they want emotions. you they want the world to revolve around them but they don't yes. want it to be obvious that that's what's happening exactly <laughs> they want you to want to do all those things that's right you're supposed to want that right mm -hmm. <laughs> exactly all right wait a minute we have Mar maricela here and she says i like to prove myself wait a minute i don't like to prove myself that i've been abused like really that's that's how I how that's how why I just pull away. It's it's like being gaslighted again. Yeah, Maricela, that's something I can relate to. <laughs> um, and I don't I don't try to prove anything to anyone. You shouldn't either. Um, I think what what I do is just you know I just I don't tell people. I, I mean except for you guys. <laughs> but but in my real life, a world on YouTube, whole world or whatever. But <laughs> but I don't talk about it. If people ask me what I do, I don't usually even really. Be clear yeah. about that. Mm -hmm. What were we gonna say, Lise? Nothing. I just. <laughs> Do you have anything to say about somebody who she feels like Maricela feels like she needs to prove herself to people who don't believe her, which I totally understand. But what about the abuse, having been abused? Oh yeah, it's it's because there's not a lot of people that'll validate you for how what you've been through. Mm -hmm. There's people say things like it takes two. It's, oh. Yep. You know, people make really stupid statements when because they don't understand yes. what happened. Don't, what um, been through. And so it's like, you got to be careful who you tell and finding support. That's why we have big communities. That's why we have, you know, us, available, coaching up, us available to you <laughs> so that you have a place to feel. Yeah. And we're not going to lie to you. I mean, I have never told anyone that if I've, I've had people say things that I'm thinking, huh, is that? what's going on? What's, where's the part, you know, like I've questioned and then I've actually had never had anyone come to me that I don't feel was in a toxic situation, but in real life, like in my personal life, you know, you question with friends, you're not going to be like, your husband's toxic. That would be oh, like that for <laughs> right. your wife, you know? Yeah. Um, I have so, done that once. <laughs> you know what I mean? So people yeah. play this, they play this neutral game. Mm-hmm. Uh, or this neutral stance in order to not get too involved in your personal life because that's it would be too much triangulation to get involved but at the same time it's super invalidating and also people don't get it so you get this combo of like boundaries for other people and then also people not getting it and yeah it's super frustrating so so that's yep. also a big long-winded still thrown off from our coming in weird it's all good baby <laughs> it's all good <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. The, um, a lot of people whole... talking about how crazy making it is. Absolutely. I had one, I had one and then it, eh. um, where'd it go? You still there? Me? I'm here. Okay. Can you see me? I can see me. Okay. Um, yeah, tiny, tiny little saying I have stopped talking about my ex-husband because people just don't get it. They don't. And here's the thing. Talking about it over and over and over to lots and lots of people could be re-traumatizing yourself, especially when people don't get it. 
You know what I mean? Like if you're trying to talk about it everywhere and trying to get, make people understand what you've been through, you may just be hurting yourself and that. So be careful where you share the information. Um, I'm going to keep looking here. We got to learn to trust ourselves and our judgment again. I definitely need to come here more. That's exactly it. We do need to learn to trust our experience. We need to trust what we've been through is what we've been through, period. And of course there's peace. Cause see an, a covert especially will make you feel like it's your fault. They'll twist everything, you know, well, yes, I did do that, but you know, I wouldn't have done that if, unless you had done this. If you hadn't done that, if you wouldn't make me do this, you know, everything's pushed back to you. So we learn, we stop learning how to trust ourselves. Are you still here, Angie? You're muted. Okay. You're doing Yeah, that. sorry, I had a little asthma issue. I'm good though. That's okay. You um, okay? Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Um, yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm totally with what you're saying. I'm, I've been listening. Mostly. Okay, no, I just making sure that you were that like we didn't have another problem happening. No, we're good, we're good. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Um, okay. Did you are you I don't know what you were just I, I lied, I wasn't okay. listening that. No, much. no, I'm okay. done. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, okay. Um okay, so Peggy says, always remember a person does not have to be oh yeah, you already read that, didn't you? Doesn't matter if they're a narcissist or not. Yeah. That, that, you did that. Okay, go okay. ahead. Darlene um, Kane is saying I'm a perfectionist with myself, but overlaps with others. That so, is very interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think I'm like that a little bit, but I also have this other side of me that's like, no, not so well, much. Well, when it comes to how we judge ourselves and what we think we should be able to achieve, how mm -hmm. well we should have been able to do something, or even the most important, how we are in relation to other people. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. You know what I mean? Like, or absolutely. I am, yeah, and then yeah. and then other things. I'm like, eh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you. <laughs> I do. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but so, yeah, I think it's common that perfectionism comes from having to be perfect in order to be safe, especially oh. if you had it growing up, narcissism growing up. Yeah, or you go the other way, <laughs> like some of us. Mm -hmm. And my mother was like the walk around with a white glove lady. Um, and make sure all the chores were done perfectly, yeah. like behind the toilet and everything. <laughs> it was really bad. And so I, when I moved out of home, I went through a phase of uh, <laughs> pretty messy. I still am a little messy. I mean, I do have ADHD to be fair, but pretty messy. Um, <laughs> so I think that, I mean, there's a difference between a little clutter and like, which, which I'm, you know, I have a little clutter here and there, nothing major um, and like hoarding or like, filth you know what I mean um so anyway but but the thing is we all have the capacity to go either way everybody we do <laughs> we do and and it can look different too mm -hmm. I'll talk to people and they'll say they're not a perfectionist and then I'll hear the way they talk about themselves and I realize yeah. that that they're not achieving so to speak or they're not taking care of things because they don't they know they can't ever meet the standard that it should be that has happened to me in the past. Yes. Isn't that that's, interesting? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's an interesting one. And yeah. I think perfectionism is one of those fantastic areas of self-study mm -hmm. that after like it goes into the shadow work you're talking about and it goes, yes. into, you know, where it just keeps, you keep evolving with it as you heal. Absolutely. Getting stuck in perfectionism is paralyzing because yeah. again, like you said, you can't, like for a long time, I wouldn't do a chore if I couldn't do the chore perfectly all the way. And mm -hmm. then I read something from Fly Lady, you know, fly, flylady.net for those of you who are struggling with 
being tidy. <laughs> and she said, housework done incorrectly still blesses your family. And I thought that's profound. <laughs> and yeah. it really, it, it really changed things for me, that little thing. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Joe yeah. has a question here. Uh -huh. uh, Joe Sauter. Yes, um, Joe Sauter. Hey, how are you? Joe, um, asking, uh, has a friend um, that's in serious need of emergency coaching ASAP and wondering about scheduling with me or you. So um, yeah, let us know. Let us know. We're, we're available. You know where to find us, right? He knows where. Yeah. He does. <laughs> yeah. I think he's, he yeah. can, he's so mine. Yeah. We'll talk. There's All time. Right. Yeah. yeah. There's time available in that slot. So yes. yes. Emergency time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Blue Eyes says, I find myself feeling like what is, oh, well, we already did hers. Okay. Are we just, did we meet in the middle somewhere? I, okay. I, don't, I think so. Yeah. Did you do Elizabeth talking about, I just read the child abuse can cause depression and anxiety later. I didn't do that one. Okay. Yet. Cause that's true. Um, yeah, she yeah. said, mm -hmm. yeah. And, and she has both and she was abused as a child. I'm going to tell you something. When I moved out of my mom's house, I like almost killed myself because of that. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to trigger you or be weird, but I, I see Lisa, you're in session in 14 minutes. Is that right? Yes. Okay. We'll try to wrap it up within that amount of time. Um, <clears throat> yeah, too. Um, and if you need a few minutes to prepare, we can work around that too. Like, just like two minutes. That's all. Okay. Um, so uh, she says, yeah, she has both. She was so similar for me. Um, I, when I moved, I went away to college and I just went through this and it's the same. It's interesting in hindsight because what I was going through was the same thing that you go through when you leave a narcissist, mm -hmm. even though I was still connected to my parents, I was like two hours away or three hours away or whatever in a different town for college. And so I find it interesting because I, I went through a cutting phase before anybody else was cutting. You know what I'm saying? I was, it was really well, And I don't like who I was at that time. I wrote a lot of dark poetry and stuff. No <laughs> you wonder know. you were attracted to these dark people. <laughs> I, was, I was, I was. Dark-minded, I mean, you know. Oh, I really was. And not because they were evil or bad, but because I felt like I was one of them. It you know? makes you feel like you belong, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. because I was. And then of course they were always <laughs> secretly too good for me, so whatever. <laughs> anyway, my point is, yes, absolutely it can cause it. Of course it can. And and it also causes relationship problems for you because you end up with somebody who isn't good enough for you. But uh, Elizabeth, if I remember correctly, you were currently living with your mom. You weren't dating anyone, I don't think, last time I heard. So now you know what to choose because you're, you know, you have that that education and, and hopefully what not to choose. But it does feel familiar to us. That's another thing to remember, whether we're looking for those dark and disturbed rebel types or we're looking for, you know, Mr. or Ms. Preppy Preppy, <laughs> whoever we're looking for. They're out there, and if we're toxic because of what we grew up with, we're codependent. They're going to feel normal to us. They're going to feel good oh, yeah. and right. That's the thing. Yeah, we don't. We got to learn <laughs> what it is we don't want in our life, so we can realize that's not normal. We should, you know, be aiming for a healthier, uh, right place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Andy is Clemens is saying I consider myself a recovering perfectionist. Let's mm -hmm. this lets me acknowledge and move forward i love Good. that yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and that's kind of i guess how i am too because that finally thing helps me <laughs> i now will just if i can do it i'll do it and if i can't do it i can't do it but i don't kill myself about i, I don't want to keep saying that word i'm gonna get deep out. <laughs> i can't i don't like beat myself up too much yeah you know what i mean mm -hmm. yeah okay is chris here i didn't even see her i see her um i see chris is being called but spoken to by jack but i don't see her in the chat do you see her who? Chris. 
our yeah. moderator? No? Okay. Well, Chris, I don't know where you are, but hey. Hey. <laughs> uh, I haven't seen her in the chat yet, but I know I just saw. Okay. All right. Um, do you have one for us? No. Okay. Um, no love bombs. Oh, wait, I like this one. I, Darlene Kane again. I trust my judgment. What I don't trust is my ability to be strong enough to leave when I see the red flags. Mm. And that's a good place to just start questioning why and what is it that you feel you would like where do you feel you'd slip why do you feel you wouldn't be able to leave what is it that you can build up in your life so that you would be able to leave mm -hmm. and you know what is it that you're needing from the people around you that you're not giving to yourself maybe so that you have the strength to stand on your own mm -hmm. say no thank you to people like that right yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um, oh, Fender Gal says, okay, two things. First of all, love bombing, no love bombing says blue eyes. And there is, that is a little bit true, actually, I think mm -hmm. with some cohorts. Some will still do the love bomb, right? Yeah, so it I can think, look different sometimes. It can be subtle yes. and yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like when I was going after all those, you know, cute, dark and disturbed boys back in the day, like the fact that they would even talk to me was like, I won in my mind. You know what I'm saying? And like, even just, and this is not, listen to me. This is not, I still do this, but I just don't date them now. I still go and look for the people in the corners of the rooms and bring them into the group. And I still try to make them feel welcome or whatever it happens to be, you know, to get what, and that's just my own crap, but I don't get close to them now. <laughs> so mm -hmm. um, you don't have to be a completely different person than you are. You just have to, you know, protect yourself. You have to be um, safe. Emotionally. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. Now, um, Fender gal, Fender gal, sorry if I said your name wrong, says, um, my, my dad always used to say that my mom treated people outside of the family better than us. He also said she was mean and no one believed him. I totally get it now. Mm -hmm. Absolutely 100% exactly what we're talking about right here. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And now you see this in both types of narcissists. So you see the quiet, reserved type and they're so kind and sweet, but you see the more out there, you know, charming ones. Either way, they go home and they're terrible people and they treat their family worse than strangers. Yep. Yeah. That's my, that's a, your dad was spot on. I've said that before. And I've even said that's a narcissist in my own life. How can you treat me better than you treat people you don't even know? Mm -hmm. That's it. It's because they can still potentially get better supply through someone or new supply through someone they know. Whether Well, it's, and they don't have to deal with any of the accountability battle. Yeah. They can be perfect. In public. They can be perfect, so to speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, I think also we have to remember that a narcissist doesn't want peace and harmony and per perfect relationship perfect you know relationship mm -hmm. they want discord they want disharmony they want the fight they want the ink the anxiety they want right. all of the they want if they were traumatized as children they want to relive that trauma so they can control it through making yeah. you you feel what they felt right right yeah Yep. And then they, they need the supply. I've even heard of some telling the survivor, hey, I, I like the argument. I, yes. Yeah. I've seen that. It, it's yeah. still supply when it's negative. That's mm -hmm. what I'm getting at. So. Yeah, those, it's, a fan, it's a friendly debate. I've heard that one. That's a friendly debate. It is not. <laughs> <laughs> there was nothing friendly in this, right? Mm -mm. No. Mm -hmm. No. Um, now, Mystique says something interesting. My ex doesn't gossip. Okay, so let's talk about that. <clears throat> now gossip is not always I think a more appropriate term might have been smear campaign <laughs> um, but what will happen is if you do something 
they don't like, they'll go tell people. Maybe not all the people, but some people, and most likely someone who will judge you personally mm -hmm. with them, by monkey. Um, so let, let us know if that's a possibility. Um, and if you are in here right now, tell us really quick in the chat, did, if you know a covert, <clears throat> pardon me, if you know a covert narcissist who is outside of your family, did they ever love bomb you or not? And if they did, what? how did they do it? Let us know. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, yeah. Lise, do you have a question for us? Mm, I was okay. listening to you. <laughs> I've got one. I've got one. Um, <clears throat> okay. Um, okay. So Darlene says, did, did you already talk to, to Tender Gal? My mom started talking. Did you just do this one after the discard? I don't know. So. Okay. <clears throat> my, my mom started talking after the discard and no one believed her. It wasn't until two girlfriends he had after, oh, after she started talking <clears throat> that a few believed her. And even then most didn't, that's right. And that's probably because I'm guessing that your father was the narcissist. Um, and so, yeah, <clears throat> she started telling people what he had done. Nobody believed her because he was such a nice guy is what I'm gathering here. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's legit. Yeah, yep. somebody says set a boundary after they've hurt you and they go, oh, aren't you overreacting, right? <laughs> Same thing, I mean, yeah. This is this is a thing that's actually really common, right? Uh, a typical red flag of a narcissist in general, really, right? I think Lisa went away. Okay. <laughs> I had to let the dog out before she barked. <laughs> right on, right on. <laughs> there was something right. out there and she was going. Yeah. yeah. Um, Erisabeth, I saw a lot of your comments mm -hmm. and it just kept moving too fast. So I didn't read them, but I'll read this one and then say something to the other one. So this perfectionism procrastination stuff is because of trauma or abuse or wrong concept of love. Well, yes, often, not always. It, what's the question again procrastination uh um perfectionism stuff we were talking about um and then they she was saying a bunch of stuff about wanting to be able to tell your story having nowhere safe to say it and then in her country it's very difficult because it feels very oppressive in that way and yes. having nowhere to go so you know find our support groups because it's worldwide and, and then then you've got somewhere to go, yep. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and if you go to queenbean.com slash span, S-P-A-N, you can see all the support groups there. Yep. Um, Here we go. In answer to your question, one of my coverts love bombed me. It felt over the top. And that was one of the things my friend reminded me of later. This is mm -hmm. from Fendergrall. Uh, mm -hmm. I didn't like him in the beginning and he wore me down. That has been, I've heard that one a lot, actually. With the, the covers and overs, though, they would they would pursue you so hard. Mm -hmm. As soon as they get you, they're like, meh. You know, I've seen it. I don't like it. Um, it's painful and horrible. Um, and it's one of those things that, again, when you, you've already, let's say you've already been through one toxic marriage or relationship, you grew up with toxic people, you meet a covert, and they're completely different, and they do make you feel somehow special or they love bomb you in their own little ways it right it feels relaxing and normal at first yes. on the covert often yes especially if you've been with someone more overtly toxic mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 100 mm percent -hmm. um yes okay i see where we're at so we've just i think we've just met in the middle here um <clears throat> got another right. one about the tina roll oh it went away okay never oh, mind it <laughs> got retracted i was like oh, i'm about to read that tina <laughs> uh, well sorry about that it's <laughs> okay <laughs> was right, so, <clears throat> yeah okay what, what happened what happened okay 
Oh, Joe. Hey, Joe. Hey, Joe. Okay. Oh, there's Chris. Hey, Chris. <laughs> yeah, I okay. see Chris now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. Okay. Um, all right. There's somebody named Angela in the chat. I'm trying to find because I see Jack talking to her, but I don't see her in the chat. Oh, yes, John. We perfection anonymous. Perfectionist anonymous this is a good idea. <clears throat> yes. Okay. High standards. Okay, she's a perfectionist. <laughs> all right. Um, I had one. Mm. I can't find the ones from Angela, but I see advice going to her, but I can't see her. And I don't know what to say. <laughs> I know it's being weird today. I think it's 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 also glitching somehow. Uh, I feel like yeah. things are there and then they're not there. And right, then... now I have one from Cynthia. Okay. Um, and she says, <clears throat> pardon me. She says, life was never easy for me. I'm 65 and <clears throat> tired in spirit. I see people who seem to have easier lives from childhood. Oh, I, I know. <clears throat> I get that. I get mm -hmm. it deeply. It's painful and it makes you feel like not as much of a real person. At least that's how I. Yeah, it I makes was, you feel also like you were born into this rut, so to speak, that you can't yeah. get out of. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's mm -hmm. like you didn't yeah. have a fair chance and a fair start and a fair, like it just, yeah. But again this is where we have to change our own mindsets and our own beliefs and mm -hmm. what we have to um make those changes in life i'm going to make her be quiet yes and um while she does that i want to say i see from vincent vincent thank you he says angie got me through such an awful time and i just wanted to thank you i'm sorry this is off topic it's all good baby thank you appreciate you um i'm gonna have to go in just a second here Okay. Oh yeah. You have a call. Oh my goodness. Okay. Oh, here's um, a quick one. Tina Rawls is saying, after I broke up with him, my ex, my ex harassed me with love bombing, love letters, flower deliveries until I had a lawyer send a cease and desist letter to him gaslighting, assuming mm -hmm. that was to your, um, tell us about the, how a covert love bombs question. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Wow. That's rough. Okay. <laughs> it, sometimes they're just incredibly, um, difficult. Yeah. Okay. Right. So Lisa, go ahead. No, go ahead. All right, so I think um, the only, okay, here's something. Um, I don't know all the before this, but Angela says, I feel nothing for the narcissist. I'm just not interested. I would never go back. I'm a naturally strong person and I am disgusted from such evil behavior. And I do genuinely, <clears throat> for your own sake, I really hope that that you're, you're strong with that. I, but I don't know your story, so I can't even begin to talk about that. Um, but in general, we do sometimes go do the pink cloud thing, but we think, okay, I've got this. And then something happens and they try to suck you back in, you fall off the cloud. Mm -hmm. It gets rough, but I don't know how far you are in recovery or what your situation is. So I really can't comment logically. Do you have any thoughts for Angela there? Um, yeah, then, then in my experience then, what, what I would do is start looking at where the narcissistic behaviors and um, affected you, where, where the uh, where you're traumatized, where it's hurt you and start working on your own healing for yourself and literally just put them in the past since that's where they are anyway. And yeah, keep working on your healing because this stuff doesn't just, time doesn't heal all wounds, you guys. This stuff, time can actually seal them in and make it hard because then you start functioning through that, that lens of the traumas that you've received. Yeah, that happened to me because yeah. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I, think I didn't think I needed to, us, right? Yeah. 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 Because yeah. uh -huh. we I didn't think I had 
we're survivors and we're strong and we cope and we adapt. Right. But, but then, we have, yeah, we get maladapted. So yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. not that you're maladapted, but you know what I mean? Like there's parts. There's no, parts. I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm mostly healed at this point. But I know, but there's parts, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think, you know, I've embraced my eccentricities as my children like to call like, them. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah. Anyway, you got to go. Um, yeah. So we're going to, what'd you say? I said, I do. I know. Okay. Yeah. So guys, we're going to wrap up for right now. We will see you um, next nice. Tuesday. At least we'll see you later today or tomorrow. Do you know? No, I don't. I will have okay. to. Simran will give you That's the information to find out. Too. We'll find out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Thank you guys. We will see you soon. And um, expect to see me a little more often in live streams in the coming Yay. weeks. Yay. Yay. All right. Um, make sure you check out Lisa's channel. Um, I think Simran will put all the stuff in the in the chat and I'll eventually get it into the description. Today was weird. Have yeah. another day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I will link Lisa's channel right about now in the after part. If we actually in the after part. <laughs> As we enter the after part, goodbye. Here we go. <laughs> All right. Have a great week. We'll be better. Bye. <laughs> oh, my stars. <laughs> Bye.